What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Coffee and Van Chats on the Out of Collective. My name is John Kroom. If you haven't already, please make sure you hit that subscribe button. Leave us a review as it helps us out quite a bit. Also, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. If this is your second, your third, your fourth, or your 115th time listening to this podcast, thank you so much for coming back and listening to Coffee and Van Chats. I really appreciate it. All right, guys. Let's go ahead and dive into this week's episode, and that is with Ben Delaney. Ben Delaney is... uh, a media content creator. Uh, he's worked for many different media outlets, all the way from Bike, bike Radar to Fellow News. Now he's doing his own thing, The Ride with Ben Delaney. So uh, we sit down, we chat about what it's like being in the content space, what it's, you know, the hardships of being in the content space, as well as, you know, what's new for Ben Delaney and what's going on and what kind of content you can see from him. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. But first, let's hear a quick message from the sponsors and back for another episode is Sierra Nevada Brewing. Guys, I'm still on about the hazy little thing. That is my favorite beer to date. All you need to do is go to SierraNevadaBrewing.com and uh, make sure you check out their Little Things Party Pack, which has all the great little things. And like I said, the hazy little thing is my favorite beer right now. So be sure to go check that out and pick it up for your summer get together, your grill out, whatever. Uh, All you need to do is go to www.SierraNevadaBrewing.com or go to wherever beer is sold in your local area. Also back for another episode is TheFeed.com. Guys, if you're looking for that gel, that bar and you just want to try out one you don't want to buy a whole box of it and you want to try like 10 different gels at once um all you need to do is go to the feed.com slash van chats and you can get 50 percent off of your first box today so go to www.thefeed.com slash van chats to get your first box today what's going on guys welcome back to another episode of coffee and van chats on the out of collective network my name is john croom and we're sitting here with ben delaney the man the myth the legend and i'm really i'm really excited to get him on the podcast because this is one of those guys that i i met and i just thought oh yeah he's you know another one of these like news vlog reporter guys and then he goes goes out and smashes a race then he puts together a cool video and so i don't really i don't really know where to put my thumb on how to categorize Ben in the cycling space, but he's just all around and about. Uh, but anyways, Ben, how are you doing, man? Hey, John. Hey, everybody. I'm doing great. Thanks for thanks for having me on the pod here in this, what is at least in Boulder, Colorado, a rainy afternoon. Yeah, yeah. And dep- I mean, honestly, depending on where you're at in Colorado, like, I mean, even in Boulder, if you just walk down the street, it's all sunny and everything. Like it was hailing down the street where my wife was and here it was sunny as. So it just kind of is what it is in Colorado, huh? Yeah, I don't like the weather. Just wait 10 minutes. There it but is. I, I was I, waiting I, for the cheesy saying. Somebody had to say it. <laughs> you need cheese. I've got extra. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Well, so dude, tell me, tell me a little bit about you. Cause like, like I said, I, you know, I ran into you under the impression of you in, in reporting and, and doing content for Velo News. And then, and that's where I met you. Like, that's the part I met you in your life. But I want to know where does Ben Delaney get started in cycling? Like where does Ben Delaney then find himself, you know, almost working, you know, a journalism dream job for a cyclist. Like if somebody's a cyclist and they like journalism or they like photography or they even like content, like falling into a space like a Velo news or an outside, um, outside TV, I guess, more or less. That's what it's called now. Right. Um, falling into something like that. It's pretty cool. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So where did, where did you get started, man? Yeah. Falling in is the, is the, the right uh, description too. like falling in back asswards into it. Um, (laughs) And God, God bless. I feel very grateful, uh, excited to have been doing this for 20 plus years. So went to school 
for journalism for print journalism and it was also you know got into racing road bikes there collegiate cycling i still think is the raddest thing on the planet i've what's cool been, uh university of new mexico in lovely okay. albuquerque new mexico which is where i'm from yeah so See, that would be one of the fun schools to ride for you know there was always a school that took it too serious i feel like university of new mexico would be like on we had we school. had 99 problems but taking it too seriously was not one <laughs> Man, we were like the bad news bears. You know, we'd come up and we're racing in the, you know, I can't remember, it was like the Rocky Mountain Conference. So racing Fort Lewis and oh, racing yeah. CU. And so we come up to Boulder and I had, John, I had a serious chip on my shoulder about this town, Boulder, coming up from Albuquerque. Because, you know, wherever you grow up, like that's normal. And, and New Mexico is my home and I love it. And it's it's a, a little different socioeconomic situation than Boulder, you know. So we come up For here sure. and and our bikes would just be all spattered and like, you know, handlebar tape that's been torn and just like electrical oh, yeah. tape back together and like parts missing off the shifters. And we roll up and see you. It's got like the matching kits and a van and coaches and radios. And we're like, what is this? Radios. Like oh, they had yeah. radios back then? Like for that's for that's that's my memory. This, this could this okay. could be this could be <laughs> you this might be salt totally and peppering off. it a little bit. <laughs> I, I may well be. Yeah, and, my, and rocket packs and yeah. <laughs> right on. Um but yeah, collegiate uh collegiate racing got me hooked for life. And some of my best buddies to this day uh were from collegiate cycling. So that was yeah. that was a genesis for me for sure. No, yeah, um, and, and so like, and so you did journalism, and so how does that, you know, how does that find you where you're at today? Like, how do you find yourself in Boulder, especially being the one that's like, oh man, those Boulder guys. Yeah, so I went. Uh, I was invited to give a little uh, chat, you know, guest lecture at a CU honors journalism class, and they were asking, yeah, how do you do that? What was what was the way in? I was like, well, dumb luck, my wife then girlfriend at the time met a couple guys at a bar who worked for a bike magazine and she's like yeah my boyfriend's a bike nerd you should maybe he could talk to you and so that turned into an internship so yeah my career advice was yeah date someone with mm. better connections than you um there you guys go there you guys go if, you, if you're looking how to like might not even be college just be a bike nerd and have a significant other that can introduce you to people yeah <laughs> Yeah, so I worked for yeah, trade magazine, bicycle retail, and industry news for a number of years. I was in Santa Fe, and yeah, that that led to my first job with Vela News. Yeah, um, yeah, and I just kept it going. I've been been a lifer. Yeah, and so now you're kind of so now you're working with Fast Cat, which is probably you know I work for CTS, and that's a competitor of CTS, but I would honestly say probably one of the biggest coaching companies in in the country. Um, and so what are you doing over there now with, with fast cat and content and all that good stuff? Yeah. So yeah. Content director for fast cat coaching is a, a part-time gig and, you know, also doing my own, trying to get my own thing going on the side. So for fast cat, um, as content director, mostly I'm just, you know, leveraging all the knowledge and insight and helpfulness of the longtime professional coaches and, you know, like, uh, Dr. Lauren Constantini is a nutritionist, former Harvard professor. So there's a lot of smart people there. I am not yeah, yeah. one of them. I'm the content <laughs> monkey. Yeah, so yeah. that, you know, that, that is my role. Like, you know, as with you, I'm uh, one of my happy places is finding interesting people and talking to them like, Hey, what about yeah. this? What about that? And that's what I loved being a journalist was it gave me the excuse to walk up to anybody. And just by saying, Hey, I'm Ben with blah, blah, blah. Then For you sure. can just like, it's game on um and so it's yeah, kind of a similar thing with 
uh, a fast cat and that, you know, the, the experts there are the, the coaches and the staff. And then, uh, you know, my job is to distill their, their bits down and pass that to the audience in, you know, auditory form of like weekly podcast and, uh, training tip Tuesday via newsletter. Oh, there you go. There um, you go. Yeah. I was just talking to this uh, woman, Chelsea, who's, you know, running Instagram and just you know, talking about distilling it down even further into little helpful bits there. You know, we want to have reels that people save so they can go back and, you know, just whether it's like a basic core exercise, just, just be useful and helpful. And, um, as you know, there's so many wonderful things about cycling and, and the more comfortable you are and the, uh, the more you can feel you you can progress and are supported, the better it is. So that's, Not that's what sure. I'm trying to do. So for sure. And so I guess and, and my interest, you know, cause like, you know, I, I, I wouldn't even call myself a journalist. I, I would call myself a faux podcaster that just literally gets drunk and emails people and says, Hey man, you want to jump on a podcast? Like literally that's how this podcast started. It all started with, <laughs> I didn't know nice. how I was going to get through, uh, through the pandemic with sponsors. And I was like, Oh crap. Like, what am I going to do? And so I literally, I was having a beer one night and I was like, I'm just going to start messaging people and see if they'll do zoom calls with me. And we can just make a podcast out of it. And 115 episodes later, it, it turned into something, which is kind of nice. cool. But yeah, so I, like I was saying earlier, I was like, you know, you've seen all these different forms of media and like, and all these different forms of how to, like, you kind of have to be one step ahead as a, as a journalist or in content. Cause like, sometimes you can find yourself on that back burner of like, oh crap, like YouTube's been a thing. And we, we waited a little too late to get into the YouTube space and now we're so long gone. And so do you think like, do you see yourself like, are like, are you the kind of guy that's diving into TikTok? Are you diving into these things or trying to keep up with those times? Or do you think it's some of those things are a little bit of fads? Uh, yeah, there's a lot there. I am definitely diving into some bits, you know, so I've just launched my own YouTube channel. Yep. Yep. The ride, the ride with Ben Delaney. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, to be frank, my skill set in descending order is working with words, you know, my, my piece of paper from University of Mexico says printed journalism, you know, yeah, typing, clickety clackety. Then uh, next skill set would be photos. And then editing video would be like the third thing way down there. But uh, a couple things. One, that's where a large audience is. Yeah. And two, that's the only way I see forward as now an independent person uh, to make something sustainable. I just don't see people paying for words on the internet. I mean, there's certainly good examples of something like a New York times or a wall street journal where people are subscribing for that type of thing. But, uh, yeah, I've chosen YouTube is in part based on seeing people make a go of it. Uh, I feel like I can follow. Um, so that, yeah, that's what I'm doing. TikTok. I mean, your question was, am I doing TikTok? I have a TikTok account. My daughter, <laughs> my daughter is heckling me. Like, do not ever. No, no, no. You know, she's 15, nearly 16. She, she, so she, she just doesn't want to see you in the kitchen busting out the dance. Right. I think <laughs> the, whole, the whole situation here is just like you doing the dances in the kitchen. Or... Yes. Yeah. I mean, every, every, <laughs> everything I do is painfully embarrassing to her. So the idea of like publicizing that anywhere near uh, her demographic is just, yeah. just strikes fear in her heart, which makes me want to do it all the more, of course. For yeah. sure. For sure. Yeah. Uh, but yes, yes. Does does cycling need to explore the new avenues to reach new audiences? Yes, a thousand percent. I mean, there's way too many people of 
like old white guys talking to old white guys um and we need to uh grow and expand and welcome the next generation for sure yeah because i mean at this point it's like you know a cycling youtuber is a dime a dozen a cycling you know podcaster is a midlife crisis <laughs> uh, and, then, and so it just like you go down this list and i started i actually got curious because i told myself i was going to post a tiktok a day um, okay i was just going to see what happens and? and and yeah i mean i gained like 130 followers in like six days and i think i think you have to stay consistent with it but one thing i think is interesting is like i've also seen the people that have done this over and over and like for the last six seven months and they have 50 to eighty thousand followers and there's like there's that one crit guy he doesn't even do any cycling media. Um, and I, I don't want to put him on the spot because I don't think he likes being known. Like, I think he lives two lives. But uh, I don't, so I'm not going to mention his name. But long story short, he has a TikTok where he does political social media and like mm. he fights for, you know, a certain side in the politicked world. And he has over mm. a million followers. Wow. On TikTok, like a million people. So a million people subscribe to this dude and you would never know it. And he's got like a, you know, even he, there's some videos of him arguing with people like, oh yeah, my army's not going to go for you, dude. I don't have an army. Like I'm just fighting for what I believe in. And it's like, it's really interesting that there's that, that many people behind this guy in support and you would never know it. He's just another guy on, on a list. And it's, so it's kind of cool. And so I was just wondering, like, is that something that you see in the space of, of even coaching or even cycling media and so on? And so, yeah, so you kind of answered my question, but is there a reason why you're going your own direction? Like, did you leave Bella News on your terms or like, is that personal? If that's personal, you don't have to answer it, but more or less, I was just curious. Yeah, no, I was one of about a hundred people who were laid off Okay. Uh, back in, what was that? Late May. And is, uh, is Bella News outside or is that, is it all? Bella News, no, Bella News is part of outside. Okay. Yes. So uh, Robin Thurston is the CEO of what is now outside uh -huh. um, it's a little confusing in that uh, he was running a smaller company called pocket outdoor media that owned a number of things including villa news okay. triathletes uh, etc that bought active interest media which had backpacker and some other titles yeah warren, yeah. warren miller etc and then bought outside okay uh, so like a smaller fish ate the bigger fish and then because outside obviously has much uh, larger brand awareness than something no one knows has ever heard of pocket outdoor media he rebranded the entire company okay. outside. Um, and yes. So, and if I need to edit any of this out, I can. Like, if you don't want some of this stuff in, don't, don't, don't feel obligated. But I'm more or less figuring out, like, how did we, how did we, like, why are we just getting the, you know, Ben Delaney YouTube channel? Because, you know, I think that's something that, like, you would be really good at. And I think that's something you've been doing for quite, quite some time. And so, yeah. more or less, like, where's the inspiration coming from? And I guess, you know, what like what are you doing now besides just that because i'm assuming that if like another media job came your way you'd probably be all on it and being that you're doing part-time and maybe not maybe i'm wrong so i guess more or less like trying to figure out like you know what's what's new in ben's world kind of thing you know? sure yeah yeah no i'm happy to talk about that yeah so let's i mean let's dive into like how you know yeah like i guess you know what what are you looking like what are you what is your end goal i guess with this you know, ride with Ben and that's what it's called, right? It's ride with the ben. ride with Ben Delaney. Yeah. The ride with Ben Delaney. So what, yes. like, yeah. So like, I guess more or less, yeah. What, you know, cause it's hard to get a YouTube channel off the ground. Like, and you know that. And like, I think that's, what's 
really shocking to me is like just seeing you go out and be like, Oh yeah, I'm going to do like literally, he, I mean, he should, you, he should, he should know better. And that yeah, there he goes, that's kind just of, putting his face right into that brick wall over that's kinda, and over again. That's kind of what I'm saying because I saw, you know, we connected on LinkedIn and it was like, Oh, I'm free and over for work. You took that shit down. And then I saw you, you're at fast cat and you're like, the ride with Ben Delaney. And I'm like thinking to myself, like, fuck, that's a lot. Like to start a YouTube channel is a lot of work. And I've had tons of, you know, YouTube guys on here from the vegan cyclist to Dylan Johnson. And like, it's hard, man. And so where are you going? Like, Hey, I'm going to create a different content and good content in this space. And I think I could do it. And I guess this also goes back into this is passion, you know, like, but yes, yeah, it's passion. And John, I may be stupid, but I'm also, <laughs> but, but at least I'm stubborn. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I mean, it's, it's something I wanted to do the last time I got laid off, you know, so part of the impetus was yeah, outside laid off about a hundred of us across various titles uh, back in May. Uh, so that freed me up. Um, and then you the got rehired. The, but the last time. Wait, you said, you said you got laid off last time. And you said a hundred so, of you guys. Yeah. So to, to me, you know, getting working in media is, uh, comes with certain risks and getting canned is one of them. So for instance, <laughs> when I was working for bike radar a number of years ago, like my friend, Josh Patterson, uh, they shut down the U S operation after a while. And at that point I wanted to continue doing what we had been doing, which was working on YouTube. Cause like I saw, what worked and what didn't and was getting a feel for um, the storytelling medium and what the audience wanted and was having fun with it, you know? Yeah. Um, but uh, there were two, two issues. One, I didn't have the guts to go for it. Yeah. And seconds, I didn't, I couldn't see a way forward to do it for, you know, half a year to a year making $0 until I got to a point where maybe it would work. You know, my, my wife has a good job, but we have two kids and I can't just be a total freeloader. So yeah, I just couldn't see a way forward to make it work. So went and did other things since then, a couple of things have happened. Uh, one I've seen people like David Arthur, a colleague of mine who used to work at a title called road CC. Mm -hmm. He, he started his own thing and made it work. Like, so he's yeah. now like, now that's his full-time job. Uh, and you know, not that his success in any means guarantees mine, but yeah. like, there's a bit, uh, there's a roadmap. Um, yeah. so I've been picking his brain and the brains of other folks who have done it. Um, and yeah. And the others, you know, being able to work for Frank at fast cat part-time so I can be contributing to my family and also hopefully helping the fast cat operation some. Um, yeah, it's a great opportunity and will it work? I, <laughs> you don't I, have, know. No, I have, I have no idea. Um, yeah. but i I'm at a point where I'm willing to give it an earnest try and, you know, GCN is obviously the 800 pound gorilla. They're an official YouTube channel, you know, like when they started YouTube gave them a million bucks to get going and then another million and like, and they do a great job. There's a lot of really talented, smart people there. And it's a, it's I didn't a, know it, that. it's a business, you know, it's a boom in business and they, they do a lot of things really well. One thing that they, they won't touch with a 10 foot pole is reviews. Um, well, that's cause you, then you have to be tied to a brand, right? Or well, then you can't be tied to a brand, I guess. Right. Yeah, yeah. And you can't sell product placement 
for yeah. bikes in all the different categories if you know that's just a basic conflict of interest so that i mean again like from working at bike radar it turns out you know we bike nerds like bike information and being able to give you know like honest what i hope is expert feedback on bikes is uh what i feel like is a bit of opportunity in in general and then being colorado gravel guy like american gravel guy but colorado gravel guy i feel like that's that's a bit of a niche and and not from like a high gloss pro athlete hey i'm doing rad things red bull style i'm awesome look at me and look at my shiny sponsors but just kind of the other way around with more like a a raymaker dc raymaker meeks meets like a pbs's rick steve just like a dorky dude who knows <laughs> a lot about a particular thing and is willing to give like just an honest friendly take on it not trying to sell you something so so that's what again. we're going to see in your youtube channel more or less we are going to see ben delaney giving honest reviews of equipment and you know bike products and more or less getting some honest legit feedback where it's not like we're going to have to type in code delaney 10 <laughs> right 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 right. Video. right yeah it was like three things yeah yeah bike and gear reviews ride guides like showing people hey here's some awesome rides to do and here's how and here's you know logistics to think about uh and then just you know features like interesting people and stories uh that i think are cool cool so are we gonna see um the midlife crisis then are we gonna see the podcast come from this as well that's what I'm saying. The podcast is the midlife crisis. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I think I'm, it's a cyclist midlife crisis. Like whenever I started a podcast, I was like, oh crap, I'm going off the rails. Like well, how, this, this is my midlife crisis. Oh, uh, no. no. I think, I think it's, yeah, podcasts are a fun thing. Uh, there's a lot of them. Um, That's the thing. There's just so many of them. But, and I feel like I'm clouding the space. But at the same time, like if you if you're going to start a restaurant, like no one would say like, oh, that's a crowded space. Like, well, of sure. course it is. Like, people eat. Like, yeah. What? Why? You know, like, oh, I can't open a restaurant. There's other restaurants. Like, well, of course you can open a restaurant. But and a like, pizza just, restaurant and if it, in the middle if of like ten pizza restaurants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's like strategery in there, but yeah. If yeah, if you've got good pizza, have it. You no. Know? Hell yeah! All okay, right. So. So yeah, but are we going to see a podcast come out of that? I am so underwater flailing, just trying to edit video yeah. that that a podcast, if if and ever that comes, would be well down the road. Um, doing a weekly podcast with Fast Cat, and I think that will scratch that. Itch. Oh, you are doing that? Yes, sir. Oh, okay, yeah. sweet, sweet. Yeah, so yeah, cool. with with Frank and the other coaches there. Okay, cool, cool. Sweet man. So I guess more or less like what else are we going to have to see from, are we going to see coming from Ben Delaney, I guess, down the road, um, you know, with the YouTube and with, with, uh, the media, I guess, more or less in your end. Yeah. I mean, anything with, in the pipeline? The, the formula I like for reviews and this may be just totally selfish, but yeah, uh, the audience reaction seems to be good is, is testing bikes inside events. Oh, wow. You know, so, okay. And I mean, I think that's the only time that I'll be riding a bike, but yeah, you know, for with, with the ride with Ben Delaney, I just led off with you know, unbound gravel gear tests with Peter Sagan, what I learned, what, what failed, what I loved. Um, yeah. because like that same information could be presented just in a vacuum of just me sitting here in my bedroom office 
talking about a bike, but it's a lot more interesting to me. And I think visually to put that same equipment, you know, through its paces. And then like with the, you know, turns out there's a visual element to video. So, you know, seeing bodies piling all over each other and, you know, tripling and fumbling through gravel and streams and whatnot. That's yeah. It's just a lot more, uh, it's just a better story to tell. So, um, yeah. And, and I mean, let's be honest, I keep, I want to keep doing this stuff. I've just been yeah. on the gravy train for so long. I don't want to just give it up. Um, but so events, the image is to give you a long rambling answer to a short question of what's next, you know, going to Foco Fondo up in uh, Fort Collins, Colorado, uh, this weekend with, you know, Whitney and Zach Allison putting that on. I'm looking forward to, yeah, yeah to, to doing that. And then just sharing the experience, uh, where, you know, as you well know, gravel is, Yes, there's a competitive element, but there's also so much more going on. Like they've got a uh, like a bingo card of sorts where oh, you yeah. can you know, get get you know prizes or uh, for a worthy sighting or there's a skid competition or there's BB biathlon or a slip and slide. Like there's all these oh, little wow. this little Easter eggs tucked in there. And so, are you testing a different bike or a different set of equipment at every every event or? So far, I've done you know just since this thing launched, I've done I don't know five of four or five events, and but yeah, with a different bike each time. That's not sustainable for once a week. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, the idea is to yeah test bikes and gear inside events, and, and often it's things I've been riding for a while. Like so, I did this race in Nebraska, Robodo Rendezvous yeah. on a Trek checkpoint, and I've had that that checkpoint in for tests for like shoot going on a year so it's not like it's the first time i hop on the bike but it's just contextualized inside yeah event. no dude i think that's awesome i think that's really cool and and you know we'll put a link down in the description below for to go check out the check out the youtubes and check that out but one last question before we let you go and enjoy your night um it's the the most infamous question if you could have a cup of coffee with one individual and you're actually one of the only people that i've prepped with this question <laughs> usually, usually I don't ever tell them I'm going to ask this because I like to see what they do on the spot. But if you could have a cup of coffee with one individual, dead or alive, who would that person be, and how would you take your coffee and why? I appreciate that, and I appreciate the heads up because I think without it, my answer would have been, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and like I wanted to give like some you know impassioned erudite response like Abraham Lincoln or Martin <laughs> Luther King, Doctor Martin Luther King Jr. or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, I think my honest answer would be Trevor Noah because that dude is funny, yeah, and has had such a crazy life, and seems to be like so natural and relaxed, and ha- just has such an interesting. You talking about the comedian, yeah? That yeah, the comedian, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah the comedian Trevor Noah. Um, yeah, I'm a huge fan of that no. person, and like some of the people, like I might be a fan of, what I'd be like intimidated to speak to, or. I wouldn't feel like a social thing, but yeah, Trevor Noah is my answer. And uh, I drink black coffee, occasionally a Cortado if I'm at a a coffee shop. So if I could have my dream, it would be Cortado with Mr. Trevor Noah. How about, how about you, Mr. John, who 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 would would you have coffee with right now, right now, Right, right now? I th- and see, mine, mine change because I get asked this quite often, actually. But I, I think, I think right now the person that I would want to have a cup of coffee with probably, um, I don't know. And see, that's the cool thing about this podcast is like I got to meet Ed Clancy because of this question. What? Uh, yeah, 
I so I did a podcast with Ed Clancy when I was like, yeah, I'd want to have a cup of coffee with Ed Clancy. And <laughs> and we ended up doing a podcast together. And then I did Tao Boss, same thing. We had a cup of coffee or we we literally had a cup of coffee together and we did a podcast and that was cool. Um, but I I don't know, man. I think I think honestly, it'd be Andre Greipel now at this point. So I emailed Andre Greipel to hop on the podcast. Dear Mr. Gorilla. And he and he responded and said, uh, you should let people know how big your podcast is before you email people. And I was like, oh, okay. And so, yeah, I just wanted to have a cup of coffee with him <laughs> talk about that <laughs> and say, hey, what's up? But uh, yeah, no, I, I don't know. I, I feel like, I feel like um, honestly, in the space, dead or alive, it would probably be uh, somebody, somebody outside of the cycling space comedian wise i can't think of anybody but yeah i'm not i'm not 100 percent sure you kind of stumbled me on that question too <laughs> so i'm like i'm trying to think of who i would want to have a cup of coffee with but i don't know right but since you got to say how big you are before you step to me yeah i thought he was be stoked it's like i thought it would be i thought it would be cool because i had greg henderson on as well yeah, and like yeah. him and greg were buddies but yeah no he wasn't wasn't very stoked on it and i think that was a don't meet your heroes moment for me <laughs> and so and i bet you've had that like where you've been like oh i'm so excited to interview this individual and then you interview him and you're like oh crap i met my hero it wasn't that great <laughs> you know but it probably can't i mean it probably happens to everyone you know it's just like you get you find yourself in that space and it's like and you you know you catch people on the wrong day Could have been yeah too, so. yeah yeah i guess for me like in cycling i maybe it's because i'm old and crusty but like the i don't i don't really fanboy on athletes so for me it was more like who's gonna who's a good story who's a good quote who's a good interview um because you know some writers are are excellent and others yeah. may be you know, extremely talented on the bike but uh, aren't i yeah the, no i've yeah, learned aren't, that aren't from, the ideal podcasts i've learned that guess, from this right? podcast alone yep yeah. i've learned that yeah. just like you you get you start doing it and you're like oh this is gonna be a killer podcast and it lasts like 15 minutes and you got nothing out of it yeah, and you can yeah. Tell it was very cool <laughs> and you're just like yeah okay yeah right. yeah and then other people you know i can ask like the most awkward question be like i uh, uh to race hmm, ha, and then put the <laughs> mic in their face and like a set or like a, you know, a chris horn or something like that and they're like oh blah, 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 and they just rattle on for like yeah. five or ten minutes and totally save you from yourself I'm like oh thank you for being wonderful <laughs> so that's 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 the you know like within the cycling space that's where my orientation is like who's super entertaining or insightful or funny and can help me keep the thing going and not be like trying to draw blood from a stone when you're talking to them. No. And you know, and I actually just thought about it when you said that, cause I think the person I would want to have coffee with would be David Dobrik. And I think it's the reason why I would want to have coffee with him is because of how quick he figured out the media space, like with YouTube and even as mediums per like, you know, kept progressing, he would just latch onto it. And he was like, he was on vine you know, and mm -hmm. that's where he blew up was on Vine. And then it was YouTube. And then, you know, Vine for people that don't know what Vine is, it's just like TikTok. <laughs> uh -huh. And so, uh -huh. so it's kind of interesting. So that would probably be one of the guys that I would want to chat with because uh -huh. you know, when it comes to content and ideas, I think that's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like how, how you did it, what, yeah, I guess, talk about this long time, like, you know, how much is a great idea and how much is just, you know, persistence, well, not even dumb luck, but like, 
and I've talked about this some of my friends like looking at people who are really successful like did they just have an idea that was better than other people or I did think, they just like keep after it um, I think it's a mixture man I think it's uh I think there's a mixture of dumb luck in there I mean look at TikToks like I got for example I posted a video on Instagram it was an Instagram reel I got 40,000 views on one mm. video that I just I didn't edit I just didn't mm -hmm. put any song over I just put this is what bike racing in Colombia is like that's it. And I just, it's a video of me doing a lap in the velodrome or just looking around in the velodrome. 40,000 views. 40,000 views. And like, I have put hours into editing certain videos that maybe have gotten <laughs> two to 300 views. Yeah. And, yep, and then yep, there was yep. this girl, Sarah O'Brien, who um, she posted a reel with a trending song and it's her on the rollers and it's slow-mos and she starts to smile. And that's it. That's the video. She mm -hmm. gained 150,000 followers overnight. <laughs> the video, the video had 30 million uh, views, uh, 30 million. Like, and so you just, I just wonder what part of the algorithm did you just hit? Yeah. That, that, yeah. That, yeah. So I think, I do think there's a bit of dumb luck and maybe, and, but you've yeah. been in this space longer than me to know. You I mean, you know, loads more than I do in that sense, but I, to me, no, I just not necessarily, but yeah, I mean, it's interesting, like, like what, how do you define success, right? When you're making stuff, like for us, yeah, content, when you're making stories, like what defines good? Like what does success look like? And a bike race is pretty simple, right? Yeah, you win the bike he, race. He or she <laughs> to cross the line first and post up wins. Great. Done. Yeah. yeah. So like would making, making the content, making the donuts, what does success look like? And, you know, back when, you know, back in the day when it was just <laughs> magazines, all we had to go off of was sell through how many people yeah. would buy the magazine from the newsstand. And then like, this was you know, like early two thousands. It was a pretty simple formula. Put Lance on the cover sells a lot, put anybody else on the cover. Not so much. Wow. What, you know, you may have like the best feature in the world in there or not, but like that isn't reflected. It's just like people buying, judging that proverbial book by its cover, buying based on that, you know, with web stories, there's page use, there's time on site. You can look at, things a little more granularly okay is was it the subject matter was it like how the story was written like that kind of determines what success is and then but then like there's the you know mentioned like pieces that you work on forever and they get nothing and then something that just took you a minute to film in columbia and it blows up yeah balancing like what in your gut feels like this is good this is important this is something i want to share and it's a dog nothing happens or like eh, this is a throwaway and it blows up like that's that's like an ongoing i don't know a struggle but like trying to balance those two things and i think to be sustainable you got to do both like look for something that is gonna blow up or you hope it's gonna blow up or at least will be on trend balance that with like stuff you feel is important or interesting because like if you're not if your heart's not in it then like yeah just you know chasing the bubble gum of like an algorithm like i who wants to live like that like I know I don't. And that's why, <laughs> that's why, that's why I do this, man. I mean, yeah. I mean, like when you started long. your podcast, like, did you, it was the subject matter, like what would, what's going to be the biggest thing on the planet? Like what's the hottest trend ever? Or are you, was it, this is a subject that I'm knowledgeable and passionate about and interested, still interested in. 
Yeah, no, that for sure. Yeah. I think that's, I mean, that's literally what this is, but yeah, man, like I said, don't want to keep you all night and I appreciate you coming on guys. If you haven't already, please make sure you hit the subscribe button, leave us a review and uh, make sure you go check out Ben's, all of his forms of social media. We'll even put a, a link in the description below for fast cat. You can go check out what he's doing over there. But uh, other than that, we'll see you next time. Cheers.